Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. And welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. I'm your hostess, Janine Bolin, and I am here with Allison Rep today, and I just cannot tell you how excited I am because this woman, <laughs> she actually has these mindset boot camps. She's been working on online courses, and this was done long before other people decided they needed to do online courses. She was already moving her practice to an online setup, and that was what was so intriguing to me was how she brought all that to forefront. Thank you so much for being being with us today, Allison. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm just as excited to be here as you are to have me here. So we're aligned <laughs> I know. with that. Yeah, I almost forgot to hit the record button. Just to let you know, we were like talking ahead of time, what we wanted to discuss, how we wanted to help people. And then I was like, you know what? We got to stop talking and just start recording <laughs> and get this going. <laughs> so thank you so much. We uh, decided that there are three points because Allison is very broad and she is able to embrace a lot of different talents and gifts and demographics. We really wanted to hone in on her three passions because we know that if she really talks about these three passions, then you as the listener will really be able to take some of the practical tools that she has and be able to use them. So starting off, we're just going to talk a little bit about the type of people that seem to kind of fall into your work, Allison. Uh, if you don't mind, first of all, talking about what it is that you do, what you enjoy, and then let's talk a little bit about the people that are waking up around you and how you like to embrace them. So if you don't mind, let's go there. Yeah, yeah. It all started in my private practice. I'm a licensed therapist. And um, it was interesting because I, when I uh, was in my undergrad, I was getting very into the mystical, spiritual world. And then when I entered my graduate schooling to be a therapist, I, for some reason, got this idea that they were, they were separate and that they, they couldn't go hand in hand. Um, and the ther- because the therapy was really focused on the 3D human experience. And so I kind of uh, got away from my spirituality to focus on this training. And when I got into my private practice after I graduated, I started getting back into the the spirituality, um, you know, learning. And I just started to realize that the two needed each other. Um, And so I started integrating it in my practice and in lots of different ways, just in, in ways that I knew would make sense to the particular client. And doing that, integrating the two just, took everybody to a completely new level um, because you kind of need the practical skills for the human experience and then to not get stuck in the present or the, or the past, you need those tools for how to move forward and create your future. Um, I feel like I'm getting a little off topic here, but the, um, the clients, that I now work with are women. And um, I, I put, I ended up when COVID started, it's been such a huge blessing. Um, I took all the things that I would teach to my clients, which were this core set of skills that apply to everything in life, everything that comes up. 
And I put them into an online video mindset boot camp. And I ended up doing it just for women because that's what my guides told me to do. And, um, and so now it has expanded and I'm doing workshops as well. And I'm, um, I'm getting more ideas for the future that I won't share yet because we'll see when they come to fruition. Um, but I also have free workshops and, and it's just amazing how when you align with your purpose, how easily all of that expands. So did that answer your question? Oh, it does. Yes, very well. <laughs> and so you have three courses, right? Three different courses and they're on your website. I have one main boot camp, the video boot camp. I then also have a free workshop. I also have a quiz um, and I have just say an exercise that has to do with authenticity that I sell separately, but it's also included in the boot camp. So right now I just have one main course um, with the other little, you know, freebies for people. Um, <laughs> and we'll see where it goes in the future. Yes. I just remember going to your website going, oh, this is so cool. I just really liked how you had everything laid out. It was very easy to understand. It wasn't complicated. There wasn't like uh, your what you sometimes find with therapists where they have a lot of lingo affiliated with it mm -hmm. and it, trying to figure out where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do is difficult. And your website is very practical. So thank you so much for that. So let's talk a little bit about the three areas that we wanted to really help listeners with. And the first we're, I was, I'm going to let you guys know that what we're doing is we're talking first about negative thoughts. The next one is unhelpful emotions. And the third one is what does it really mean to realign with your authenticity? So the, the first one dealing with negative thoughts, one of the things Allison and I were, were talking about before we got on was how some people say, okay, law of attraction, I've got to be positive all the time, and I have to ignore my negative thoughts. And so go ahead and talk to us a little bit about what your experience has been regarding the negative thoughts and how you help your clients. Yeah, so it's interesting because, it, you know, even if people um, don't understand the law of attraction, that people uh, there's this movement for being positive all the time and you know on some level even if they aren't consciously aware of it everybody's recognizing that their thoughts really do create their reality and that it um it creates their their at least their internal reality right and it's a very empowering thing and it's wonderful to to understand that but then people start to become scared of their negative thoughts and it ends up kind of um, being detrimental to to them because there is no human experience without quote unquote negative thoughts. That is why, and the same thing with, with emotions, with the painful emotions, you know, it is why we came here to be human. It's, uh, it is a way for us to level up. We have to have that that shadow side, that darkness to be able to find more light. And so first, I, I just want to quickly explain the difference between thoughts and emotions, because they are two separate things. And it's really important to understand that they're separate, because you will deal with them in very different ways. So thoughts are strings of words that 
go through your head. They are the sentences, they are, they also include images, um, but those are our thoughts. Now, our thoughts actually create a chemical release into our body and they create an emotion. And so um, that's why we think they're so, they're the same thing because they're very closely connected but the emotion is a feeling, right? It's a, that's why we call them feelings too, is because it's actually something that you feel in your body. And yes, we have thoughts to describe and to name the emotion, but the emotion is something that is felt. The thought is something that is just made up of words in your mind. Um, so with thoughts, you're always going to have negative thoughts. We have to have negative thoughts because they protect us. They also show us what we don't want. And there's, there's so much use for our negative thoughts. And what happens is people think that they have to only think positive thoughts so that they can manifest what they want in life. Um, and they try to push the negative thoughts away or they try to find ways to get rid of the negative thoughts forever. But those negative thoughts will inevitably come back and so when they do, and you think you've gotten rid of them or escaped them somehow, they are even louder, right? <laughs> so um, the, the thing that I teach people to do is basically to turn the volume down on the thoughts. We're not going to try to get rid of them. We're going to be accepting of them and to uh, use them to our benefit. And so when you have, and, and here's the thing too, I don't, I don't call them positive or negative thoughts. And I loved reading this in your book, the uh, Finding the Divine book. Um, you were talking about how there is, you know, on the uh, when we're not in the human experience, um, when we are our spiritual selves, there's no such thing as like good, right, wrong, bad, you know, any of those dualities. And I approach thoughts in the same way is that there's, there's no right or wrong or good or bad or positive or negative. Um, but the way that I approach them is, are they helpful or unhelpful to you? Right. It doesn't make them wrong or bad. If they're unhelpful, it just means that it's not, it's not great for you. It's not helping you in your <laughs> experience. And so um, when you recognize that you're having an unhelpful thought, I I teach people to get some distance from it, to be an observer of it instead of internalizing it as who they are. And I have a lot of different techniques that I use in the boot camp, but the main one that I usually um, use myself is just simply saying, oh, thanks, mind, when I notice those thoughts. And to judge or to not judge the thoughts, but to just observe them with curiosity. And so that's just a little tool that I like the, the best because it's just not putting a lot of weight on the thought. It's just like, oh, thanks and and moving on, right? Um, but you're not pouring your energy into getting rid of them or changing the thought into, you know, the negative thought into a positive one. You're just not pouring energy into the unhelpful thought at all. So um, then you are able to spend energy on things that are more fulfilling to you instead of being caught up in fighting the natural part of you that's human. I totally agree. And I really enjoyed the way you described how you're like, oh, thank you, mind, and then moving on, right? You know, you acknowledge it and move on without judgment. Uh, in The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle 
talks about how when you have thoughts that are not necessarily helpful or, you know, you don't really want to be having them, to distance yourself and be the observer. And one of his little tips that I'll add and piggyback onto yours uh, is Mm -hmm. act like you are a cat that is looking at a mouse hole. And you want to see what is the next thought that's going to come through. Just like Allison said, you acknowledge the fact you have thoughts. And like Allison said, you need to be the observer. But I, Janine, desperately needed a metaphor, you know, because that's kind of how I live my life. So to sit there and play pretend I'm a cat watching, looking at a mouse hole, waiting to see what the next thought is going to be. You can go a long time in your meditations without a thought because you're observing. And that Mm -hmm. really helped me. Just like, I love the way you talk about you acknowledge it and move on because you're a mother, right? You've got a couple, one or two or five kids. I forget how many. Two. You're you the got one two. With, the, with, the, with the whole tribe of kids. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but I always, but I know as a mother though, we don't have the luxury of time as they used to like when we had to wash our clothes by hand. Thank God we don't. I like my machines. I'm not saying that. I'm right. just saying we don't have the luxury of time like a lot of the older techniques had. So thank you to have practical mystics like Allison who have modern approaches that are very fast and very powerful to help you transition. So the old school um, Eastern way of talking about this was whether your thoughts were appropriate or inappropriate for your Mm -hmm. lifestyle. But I prefer Mm -hmm. your word, which is helpful or not helpful, because there's Mm -hmm. no shadow of judgment on something like that. It's just, is it helpful or is it not helpful? So thank you, Allison. Let's, Let's move on to the painful emotions and the tip that you like to give your people on how to move past. Like, Grief is very large right now. People are in grief about a life that they're not going to have. We have teenagers who are in grief because they're not going to have the graduation they wanted. You know, grief is a big one, and that's the lowest frequency. Yeah, uh, it's right there with depression, right? So, yeah. um, that's an extreme example. If you want to start a little bit higher, like more anxiety or nervousness, and talk about some tools, uh, we'd love to hear what you have to share. Yeah. So um, with emotions, there is actually just one tool that I've shared. I'm not going to give away all of it here because it's in the boot camp. Um, this, you know, it's a trickier one to talk about with emotions. Okay. Um, <laughs> because it is, a, there's one tool for, for processing emotions that I use. Um, and I'll give little tidbits here, but, you know, all of our, it's, it's what's great about this approach that I've been using over the years is like I said, is it's all these skills apply to everything. So you don't need to like say, Oh, okay. I'm having this kind of thought. So I'll use this technique or what was that technique for when I feel anxiety versus, you know, grief. And, um, and so with our, with those painful emotions, let me just preface this with, we spend a lot of time, same thing, same way with negative thoughts running from them or repressing them. And a lot of times we don't even know it. And we do it because in our society, we are not taught uh, to process them. We are taught that they are bad and scary and wrong and that we just need to be happy. And 
<laughs> and how dare you bring me down when I'm having a good moment, right? It's yeah, all about yeah. that controlling your environment stuff that we sometimes yeah. get wrapped up in. I'm guilty of that, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And, but in the same way as you're always going to have negative thoughts, you're always going to have painful emotions come up. And so what, the, what matters is how you react to those emotions, because if you react by running or repressing them or distracting yourself all the time. That's why COVID has been so hard for a lot of people because we don't have as many distractions now to, to be busy and out of our houses running around. Um, and we're having to face those emotions. And when you, so you, again, same way with thoughts, when you think that you've gotten rid of it uh, and then you feel it again, it's even more intense when you feel it again. And so um, when you have these painful emotions, I urge people to understand, find where it is in your body. Again, I'm not going to go through the whole process because. It's oh just, no, your boot it's camp like is one. totally good. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, it's a process. I do want to give tips. So, so to drop down into your body because we're always in our minds and we're always um, trying to analyze everything and come up with, why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling this? Like if we figure out why we're feeling it, then suddenly it will disappear. And that's not the case. And we're again, wasting all this energy. (laughs) So drop down into your body and notice where you are feeling it most intensely. And again, observe it with curiosity instead of judgment. I cannot stress this curiosity instead of judgmenting enough with thoughts, emotions, everything in life with interacting with other people. Um, because judgment just creates more negative thoughts and judgment creates more painful emotions, right? And so if you could do it like the mouthful, I love that. Or like a little kid seeing something for the first time or like a scientist, right? You're a scientist, like mm-hmm. discovering something new. It's, um, it just doesn't give it as much power over your internal state. Right. You, you and I were talking about how it's the beginner's mind. If you approach it like a beginner, it's you're open yeah. to all the avenues and all the potentiality of it. And sometimes we totally shut that down because if you're judging it, man, you're just building more barriers. You're putting up more walls, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to sequester it and seclude it and put it behind, you know, steel, steel girders. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and just it, not helpful. scared of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you oh, yeah. scared of it. I'm raising and my I hand right now. Yes, I'm yeah. very good at that. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I mean, so am I. And that's the thing is nobody's ever going to be perfect at this, but would you rather be a little bit better or a, a lot of it better by learning some really helpful techniques or just continuing to be miserable, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. I, I do want to move on because for those yeah. who are listening, Allison has an amazing boot camp, which is why I, you know, was reaching out to her to get her onto the show so that she could talk a little bit about that. She has some brilliant tools, go to her website. She has lots of free stuff on it that you can look through and, and see what she's doing with that. Um, let's talk about this thing. Cause this was a hot topic. I didn't realize what a hot button it was for us until we started talking. And that was yeah. realigning with your authenticity. This is yeah. everywhere in the metaphysical psychic and uh, spiritual communities. You need to be authentic. Be yourself. You be you. 
these are platitudes, forgive me for saying that, and I'm not trying to be nasty to anybody, but it's they're platitudes when somebody is struggling. You know, if somebody is challenged, just you be you. I remember when I was in a very depressed state after my father died, I didn't know how to be me right then because I was learning how to be me grieving. It, mm-hmm. I had never learned how to, because when my mom died, I was too busy. You know, I was like at college and my dad was not doing well. And yeah, there, I have four kids, right? So mm-hmm. I was trying to learn what it meant to be Janine grieving because I hadn't ever been Janine grieving. So that to be, for, for somebody to come up to me and then say, you just be you. That was just crazy confusing. So I would love mm-hmm. for you to chat a little bit about how people can realign to their authenticity, even while they're learning how to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that I go about um, authenticity is defining your core values. And there is another hot topic word, right? Like your values and, <laughs> and um, I am very, very like, you know, honed in on this and, and practical about this because I'm, I know the frustration of just like, how, how, right? So um, I just want to be clear first that, that it is natural to become misaligned with who you truly are. Because we are taught in our society when, when we're born from our parents, you know, you should be this way, or your teachers tell you that this way of being is the best way. And um, we have all these influences. And so we're just trying to make it. We're just trying to be good people. And so we're like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do this and I'll do this thing. And I should volunteer more and I should whatever it is. Um, and we get just really misaligned with ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're bad people. It just means that we are not living in alignment with our unique core values. Now, when I say core values, this is not morals. This is not virtues. This is not um, shoulds. It has nothing to do with anything outside of yourself. What values are is who it feels best for you to be. It is um, who you are being, what you are doing when you are being the very best version of yourself. And I love um, this approach to it because a lot of times people will say, well, like I value um, honesty. I just really like, I need people to be honest with me. I don't want dishonest people in my life. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that is a goal, right? But the way that I, the way that I approach this. Um, Oh, wait a minute. This is brilliant. Forgive me. I'm going to just pause you right here. (laughs) Whenever someone says what I need or what I want is I want other people around me to behave in a certain way. You and I were both talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) This is an external locus of control, meaning you have no control over that unless you personally manifest it first. Like you must radiate that in order to then uh, be able to have people around you respond 
to that frequency and decide maybe that's a happy place to be, right? And anyway, exactly. so forgive me for, yeah. for jumping in like that, but you were so on point with that of, of whenever you see yourself starting to demand uh, in your value system that other people have to behave a certain way to you. Now, now this is different. We're not talking about domestic abuse and blah, blah, blah. We're, not ta- right. we're talking about emotional things um, that are going on, but I just had to share that with you because over and over I, I see that in people who are trying so desperately to feel better by changing the externals. Yeah. And what you and when are you're so good position, at is doing the internal. Yeah. Yeah. That's all my focus is um, because it's the most empowering thing, you know, otherwise you're just giving your power away. And when you get caught up in that cycle of wanting other people to be a certain way in order to please you, then you also subconsciously are putting yourself in a position where you believe that you have to change yourself to please others. And round and round we go in a cycle of misery. So um, <laughs> We're not so, jumping on that merry-go-round. We're going to stay off yeah. the merry-go-round and Allison's going to take us home. So yeah, <laughs> you've been yeah, trying to so, make a point here. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I mean, this is how these dialogues are supposed to go, right? So, um, so, with the, the values, then they are something that you can always be in alignment with, no matter what the situation is. That doesn't mean that um, it's always uh, appropriate. That doesn't mean that you always have to be aligned with all of your values. For example, humor is one of my values or cussing, but it wouldn't be appropriate for me to walk into a funeral and start cussing and telling jokes, right? So you don't always have to be aligned with your values. They are fluid. They're flexible. Um, but when you understand your core values, like you were saying, you no longer have to um, feel like you have to change yourself to please somebody else. You no longer, uh, if you really are truly understanding what core values are and the, the magic of them, you're no longer asking other people to change to please you. You understand that they have a different way that it feels good for them to be and you're more accepting. You um, end up being able to align with them, like I said, no matter what the circumstances are, and you then enjoy your journey to achieving your goals. So often we, we think, oh, I'm going to um, reach this goal and then I'll be happy or then I'll be more playful or then I'll whatever. Um, and then we get there and we're happy for a brief moment and fulfilled for a brief moment. And then again, we go to the next goal and we're miserable for, you know, however long until we reach that goal. So it helps you to enjoy that journey and, um, and it helps you to align with your purpose. And so, uh, these core values, like I was saying, honesty thing. So it wouldn't be, oh, a value of mine is when people are honest. If you thought if honesty was a value to you, what it that would mean is that it feels best for you when you are being honest with others. Um, for me, it feels best for me when I am being genuine, and that includes cussing, that includes being silly and goofy, that includes being loud, that includes singing, that includes all these different things. Um, but those are things that I always have access to, and so this is one of the most powerful exercises that I have with clients and that I have in the boot camp because it allows you to be authentically you and to clearly define that. So the exercises actually, um, 
there's a hundred values cards that you print off and cut out and you sort through them and you get down to your top seven to 10. And when you have that clarity with that, then it's so much easier to align with them. Um, and you're not just kind of like, you know, guessing, oh, this feels good to me or this feels good to me. Um, and it just clearly defines who it feels best for you to be. And once you align with those, like I said, it really starts leading you into your purpose. And I am a living example of, of that. <laughs> exactly. You and I were talking about that, how uh, basically our businesses we got into our businesses because we just wanted to show people what we learned and how we're living what we mm-hmm. have learned and we help other people out. And just so you guys know, and Allison doesn't know I'm going to be saying this, but she actually has those cards already printed up beautifully done and they're available on her website. So you don't even have to print them off. If you want a really pretty deck of cards that are printed up, was it like 17 bucks or something like that? That's yeah, all- but they actually aren't printed out. They oh, they're are, not printed um- yeah, yeah, no, they aren't printed out. I need to take some tips from you of getting into the uh, the the packaging things up and mailing them business because you are good at that. Um, no, they they're a print. It's a printout. So um, oh well, I will still I love yeah they are the the, I loved how they looked and and what they were like so yeah that's something that you can get very low cost just to see if the way that Allison has these very practical tips if they're in alignment with where you want to go in your life because we hear these words all the time authenticity be in your own alignment understand your purpose you know Mm -hmm. I am currently today 56 years old and I'm still working on my purpose because guess what my whole purpose is about expansion I know I'm never going to be done I will die with projects in my basement that I could not complete because you know I have enough stuff in my head that's going to last me at least 300 years you know to be able to get all done because I'm just that kind of creative but at the same time I'm going to die with a smile on my face because gosh, did I have a good time creating? And so that's, that's what's so much fun about it. So yeah. if you wouldn't um, mind. And I will say too, real yeah. quick, that um, if they get the, the $17 authenticity card for it, it is also included in the boot camp. So when they purchase that, they will get a code for $17 off the boot camp if they decide that they want to go through and do the entire thing. Yeah, well, that is just cool. All right. I didn't know that about that particular button on your website. That's great. So yeah. let's go ahead. That's to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how we treat our people. We take care of our people. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I would love for you to kind of bring it all together. You, you've given us a couple of tools, any tools that pop into your head that you would like to help us with turning down the volume on thoughts. Uh, I don't want to uh, have you revealed too much about the emotional stuff because that boot camp is so epic. Uh, mm-hmm. But what are some th- tools or ideas uh, that we could do for the alignment aspect of our authenticity? Oh, yeah. Because that's Thank something that's, con- that yeah, that's constantly Thanks. something that pops into people's heads. Yeah. 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 And before I forget, remind me to give you the discount code for listeners for the boot camp. Okay. No problem. Um, so, yeah. So um, one of the ways, aside from the, the values card sort, which uh, it's called the authenticity card sort on my website. Um, one of the, the other most powerful ways to do it is to think about the times in your life that you look back on with the most pride or fondness. Um, and 
and think, you know, who was I being then? What was I doing? You know, or that you have just the most love for or that um, just bring you those good feelings. For example, I have one, I was in Vegas with my husband, he was working and I spent 45 minutes jumping up and down on the bed in the hotel room with music blasting, just like dancing all around. And, and that's, that was a great memory for me because for me, that was being uh, present in the moment and playful and, um, and grateful. And, you know, there were a few things that popped up. And so I can take those, those things, right. That I was, I was playful and I can bring that into so many other aspects of my life and, and find so much more fulfillment in my life that way. So it doesn't have to just be fun times. It can also be times where you just felt good about who you were. It could be that you were direct or that you were reliable or that you were um, genuine or that you were loving or caring or, you know, it, it, it's limitless, honestly. And one of the things that you and I had discussed earlier was we both have a desire. We, we come at it from different perspectives and we come at it from different, using different tools, but it's the same focus. We want people to be able to sit in a room by themselves and be very comfortable, just me, myself, and I, and to be in a place where they are at peace with all that's happening within and without, because that's the hard part, right? Is we, mm-hmm. we know we have that spiritually speaking, some of us have that gift, but we don't always know how to express that uh, in, mm-hmm. into the matrix. So uh, any last thoughts on this before we wrap up? The coupon code. <laughs> um, so there will be a coupon code for your listeners. Um, it will be, well, now I'm just making this off off the top of my head because I'm going to create it right after this. What do you want it to be? We could make it the um, practice. We can make it practical mystic 100. That sounds great. That. So the boot camp is usually only $347. So this will make it $247. Um, and I also have payment plans. So you can do a three month payment plan. So that means that your first month would only be $25 and, and then two usually- more payments of $125. So that makes sense. And thank you very much for doing that for our listeners. And Allison, how can people find you? What is the name of your website? My website is letgoandfindflow.com. Okay. And And is there any Instagram? I do a lot. So the, my uh, name on Instagram is Allison underscore rep. Um, it's Allison with one L and then underscore R E double P as in Peter. Okay. So definitely Instagram is the place she hangs out and that's how you can reach her there. And also definitely stop by and go to the let go and find and put in your coupon code and definitely take Allison's boot camp. I was lucky enough to be there when she was creating and building and it is totally worth every penny. I was also lucky enough to be there when she was speaking about it from the stage. She's an internationally uh, trained speaker and she is worth every penny. So Allison, thank you so much for being on the Practical Mystic Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
And so this is Janine Boland signing off. And remember, if you hear things, see things, experience things that the people around you don't, then you hang out with us here at the Practical Mystic Show. We have a lot of people that have that very same gift, and we'll be glad to bring them on the show and have them talk to you about how you too can be an empath, clairvoyant, psychic, medium, mystic, however you choose to label yourself, and still get along very well in this modern world. Have a great day. This has been The Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the 8gates.com. Thanks for listening.